0: why i coach we've got a very special guest today that's tom mclaren he's coached uh, jv boys basketball at atlantic for a lot of years uh, assisted with the baseball program as well as a variety of youth sports and excited to have you here so coach mclaren tell us what got
1: you interested in being a coach to begin with you know, that's that's interesting because back in the late 80s, early 90s, they, you know, started having trouble finding coaches and they ran a class out of Iowa Western. Mike Wolbecker did, uh, getting your coaching authorization without being a teacher. Because I'd always thought it about being a teacher when I was in college and, and coaching uh then decided for whatever reason it wasn't for me. So we went and took these classes. I was interested at that time in the freshman boys basketball job and Blazik and I had talked and he thought that'd be a good idea. There wasn't a lot of people that wanted to do it maybe because they practice at six o'clock in the morning, mm. but, um, and that, that was a challenge for me too. So I, I took the, the class passed and, uh, got started and it, it was very enjoyable, uh, coached the freshman boys for for two years uh and I won't lie we weren't very successful we didn't have a lot of body I think the first year we only had 11 kids which at Atlantic I think was just crazy because then you get two kids gone and it's pretty tough to to go up and down at all uh next year we had a few more I was trying to think the first that first year I had Derek Lane um who else in there Alex Glade Chuck Hunt so, some some pretty good kids. I don't know if we were great basketball players, but uh, they they played hard. Uh, I just remember the first game, the first real game we played was at Shenandoah in the old Armory, mm-hmm. and talk about a cracker box. That, that that was an event. But I it was it was you know. I got to do it. There wasn't anybody who wanted to do the job, and I'd been helping Coach Blazek when I could as a volunteer. So it kind of played into it, and and it was it was enjoyable.
0: So what was it like working with Coach Steve Blazek?
1: It was awesome. Uh, I learned a lot from Blazek. Uh, he, he probably has every single practice schedule he's ever put together. I'm guessing. <laughs> I mean, he's just that organized. I was not, so that helped me. To he he taught me how to plan a practice schedule, what to do, who to work with, um, you know, just all the little things. And and learned quickly from him that while we wanted to win, we wanted to get better, and that was considered a win. If we if the kids got better as you went, then you were winning. It wasn't all about the wins and losses, although he told me that. But he has a lot of wins. (laughs) You
0: might not believe this, but it's a true story. First memory or thought that comes to mind when, as a young kid when I think of Atlantic boys basketball is the Tommy's
1: Lab Rats T-shirts. <laughs> Still so, have that.
0: Explain to me how that came about.
1: Um, you can thank Joe Edwards and Ryan Thielen for that. Um, it was a thing because in the morning at 6 o'clock you practiced with, well, they would tell you it's the JV kids, uh, but it's the kids who didn't dress varsity. Um, so they would practice at one end of the floor. We'd practice at the other end. Well, then when I jumped up to the JV, those JV kids, Edwards and Teeland and all the others came up with, well, we're just the laboratory rats for the freshmen. I mean, we're just down here. Um, and and it kind of stuck and it it was, it was kind of their thing, uh, and, you know, and you don't try to fight things like that. I mean, I still have the top ten reasons to be a lab rat. Sure, it's in my closet. It doesn't fit like it used to. But uh, that was something they were proud of. Because even after they moved to the new gym at the high school now, we still played all our games at the middle school. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that was kind of our place and our thing, and it, it kind of grew on them.
0: What was your style as a coach?
1: Play hard. If you play hard first – you'll be successful more often than not. Um, that was always a big thing for me as a player because I wasn't very good. Um, but if you played as hard as you could and did everything that I asked of you, you were going to be successful. Now, we might not win all the games, but but that was the big thing. Playing hard has always been a huge thing, no matter what I coached.
0: You coached baseball as well with Trace Peterson for a handful of summers. What was that experience like for you?
1: That was an event. I mean I've always been good friends with the, all the Peterson brothers uh played town team ball with Tony um and and got the chance to coach with Trace and, and a funny story about Trace when I was in high school my dad was an umpire that's kind of how I got started doing that too and he come home one one summer I it was probably my freshman year because he said that he was umpiring up north in Exyra for the district or sectionals I don't remember which and he come home there's these two kids from Elkhorn Kimbleton or that are really good he said they're all over each other all the time but boy can they pitch they threw strikes they did this well it was it was Trent and Trace sure. and oh my word so I knew Trace and I knew his style and I liked that style um and I, I just tried to to help out with that and, and do the best I could and be there for the kids I mean I've always thought no matter who you are or what you're doing if you want to come out put out the effort we'll find a place for you
0: what's the best part of coaching?
1: Um, the kids, the, the, the parents, and to some extent, the people you meet, the relationships you build, I think, are, are really huge. You get a chance to see these kids now. I mean, Derek Lane went on to become a, a two-time college All-American running back. Uh, the kids like Greg Nelson, Seth Westfall. I, I still keep in touch with a lot of those kids.
0: As you were telling me, too, before we started, you got a a chance to coach your own children in a variety of uh, sports at different levels, and uh, what were some of the pros and
1: cons of that? I don't know how many pros there were. There were some (laughs) cons because they had to go home with me afterwards if we lost, and they didn't play well. But I always tried to hold my own kids to a higher standard, and and they will tell you that. Um, And I think of the five kids that I call mine – they're all all good athletes. They, they could all do some things. Um, the littlest one, Bailey, would never believe when I told her she was as good a defender as I coached. Um, she wasn't very big. Still isn't. But um, they all played hard because they knew dad wouldn't tolerate any of that. Youngest son, Logan Steffens, one time in a freshman game, baseball game, I don't remember whether he grounded. He, he hit a ground ball and, and didn't hustle to first base. That's an absolute no, no in my book. And I benched him right then and there. And he went on to become a pretty good player. He could have played in college if he wanted, chose to be an engineer. I don't know what kind of choice that is, but that's why he's making more money than me now. But he didn't hustle out and I put him right on the bench. I mean, how can I expect my other kids to do what I say and bust their rear end if my own kid doesn't do it? That lesson was learned and never happened again. Um, you know, Josh, Josh and Donald got to be the first two, so they, they learned to have pretty thick skin. Uh, and Michelle, she, Michelle was a good player. She always worked hard. I think that was as much because of her brothers as it was of me. She didn't want to be the one who dropped the ball and didn't, didn't get after it. So, And they, they were kind of hard on her when she was little.
0: Did you have some catchphrases you were known for?
1: Good gravy. That was never a good thing. That was, there was nothing good about that. That means somebody, somebody had done something dumb. And uh, another one might have been get the plow out of the ground and get down the floor. And that one I probably stole from my dad. You know, get 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 going. You know that sort of thing. But um, always tried to be enthusiastic for all my players. You know, there there was something good in everybody I coached. I, I can't think of anybody who I truly didn't like coaching.
0: Who are some coaches you learned a lot from? Maybe not people that you coached with, but uh, either had in high school or... Just- I was
1: I was blessed because when I went to Corning in the late 70s, early 80s, we had phenomenal coaches. Um, John Harris uh, was a very close friend of mine, even after I got out of school, right up until the day he died. Uh, coach Stilo, Percy Steele, the Hall of Fame basketball coach, was my basketball coach, good friend. He passed away about a month ago. Went down there and, and just celebrated him and learned a lot of things that he thought that I never knew. I mean, he, he randomly called me up on the phone and we'd talk about basketball. Um, guys like Phil Casey, Chip Capaldo, coaches I had in high school. Bill Krejci was my baseball coach in junior college, and we butted heads a lot, but I learned a lot from him. He, he, he knew how to motivate you, good or bad.
0: So that's not always a bad thing to butt heads.
1: Um, apparently not. Um, I still talk to Krejci every now and then, um, uh, and I'm sure he did way more for me than I did for him. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's okay.
0: You gonna keep coaching?
1: Well, you know, that's something that I've talked about. There's several openings that are available right now in Atlantic, and and I've, you know, molded around, thought about it. I wouldn't rule it out. I guess I've enjoy. I've coached. I coached 8th grade girls basketball here a couple of years ago on a traveling team. I did that a couple of times. Really enjoyed it. Those kids are seniors now. That's a bad thing. You feel old real quick. But, yeah, I enjoyed that. Good group of kids. Um, I enjoy baseball. Probably be more apt to go back to baseball if the season wasn't so blasted long, playing five, six nights a week. I do not enjoy the school bus rides.
0: One of the uh, unique dynamics of you sitting on uh, that end of the mic is you've also sat on the other end of the mic where you're the one asking the questions. How did your experience in radio impact, if at all, how you operated as a coach?
1: Well, I think you learned I, – I did a lot of sales in radio, so I had to meet a lot of different people. Um, you learn how to, to talk to people, tell them how it is, um, work with them. Everybody's different. You just got to kind of adjust, and uh, I learned that a lot selling stuff you adjust on the fly and, and, and go like that
0: anything else you want to mention about your coaching experiences
1: you know if I, I sit back one day at one point i could name all the kids who played basketball for me i don't i probably can't do that anymore i'm getting older but i i sit back and i think of all the people that I've made friends with, built relationships with, uh, opposing coaches. You know, I still talk to Kelly Jewell and Mitch Osborne from Harlan. Um, haven't talked to Dave Lansing in a while. Uh, Dan Miller over at, at LC, uh, Brian Stanley, who I think is at Glenwood now. and he was, he was the head coach when I did super people. You see them anywhere. And you talk, um, parents like Alan, Jane Nelson, uh, Larry and Pat Glade. I mean, my gosh, I coached three of their four kids, and I would have had Jeff if he hadn't broken his leg. Um, great people. I mean, just you just enjoy the heck out of of, of talking with with all of them. And I still see parents uh, down the road, and I always try to give my best to their kids, and I hope they know that.
0: Great to talk to you. Glad to have you come in. Thanks for your time.
1: Did I mention? that you were one of my favorite Little League players?
0: I don't know if that's accurate, (laughs) if you're just saying that. You were quiet.
1: You did what you were asked. That's That's whole thing. And I grounded
0: out to second base every (laughs) single time, so I was consistent if I didn't strike out. No, that's right. Well, facing Zach Zimperage, he was a pretty good pitcher. Yeah. We didn't win too many games that summer. No, I don't think so.
1: (laughs) But we had fun. All right. Thanks a bunch for
0: coming in. Appreciate it. Thank you, Bennett.